31. Welcome to episode 31, and count this time, of the Mainly Wrestling Show. I'm Jack Milner, joined by the incomparable John Jacobs and the enigmatic Lissie Almeida. Um, we're here on the 26th anniversary of Bret Hart becoming the first ever five-time WWE champion. After Always being with him. the spoilers. <sighs> People follow us on socials, JJ. And and oh, well, I know some memes do better than others. Um, right, but um, tell me I should post. I can't really post. You tell me off. Wow, 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 wow. JJ's <laughs> hungry. Yeah, Nicole goes away for a, Nicole goes away for a week, and JJ's really hungry because that was a big bite. But this was um, my peak fandom, ninety-seven, ninety-eight. My goodness, I was as giddy as a kipper. Live wire shotgun Saturday night. If there was an hour of wrestling on TV, I would do anything in that house to sit down and watch it. So, my peak era. Lissy, big card overall because this was where Stone Cold famously got tombstoned by Owen Hart and broke his neck. Big times. I think we just shared something on that in our group chat today. I don't know if you guys have seen it yet. Um, yes, it was. What year was this? 1997? Yeah. I mean, I wasn't born yet, so <laughs> I really can't speak Happy for this Happy birthday, time by the way. Lissy <laughs> celebrated her 20-something birthday in the week, last week. <laughs> yes, I love that. Thank you. But yeah, I wasn't born yet, so I really I can't speak on this time of wrestling. But I've heard that it was a great place to be. Um, our, my boy Sean um, was involved not involved oh, sean was in peak <laughs> sean form comes out in the referee shirt obviously rips the arms off flexing yeah. it every opportunity <laughs> i actually had to use that phrase last week the hoochie mama shorts and i had laringo what you know hoochie mama shorts i started doing the sean dance like no no hoochie, hoochie daddy shorts well, yeah it translates to the innovator of hoochie daddy shorts i wouldn't have thought you would know about that because he didn't wear those in, in his 2002 run right so like and obviously you wouldn't have seen anything before then because you weren't born so <laughs> I, I, you know I've, I've watched some episodes on on peacock and I watch I, a lot. Went, I've, I've been going back and making as much wrestling from the good old days john of course my your man, John's um, brain might be a little scrambled around. John, I won't ask you about wrestling from 1997. Um, how are you surviving uh, as a sole parent for the week? She's not left him. She's just gone to see some family. Just just in case. It's There's an office job there. <laughs> How's the wife? Has she left you? Oh, she has left <laughs> the, wor- the worst thing is just the tiredness. Like, two out of the last three days, my eldest has woke up at like half four in the morning and then He's kind of like been awake, but been in my bed or been like waking up on and off for like the next hour or two. Yeah. Like, I'm no. so tired. But then there was a day in between where they both slept from like 7 p.m. till 8 a.m. And it was like bliss. So that oh. kind of reset me. But um, aside from that, like they've been fine. They've, they've been they've been fun. The only difficult thing is like when one of them has a breakdown because mommy's not here. And I'm like, that's the one thing that I can't fix for you right now you, you like, add mum yeah. anything else i can sort out you know if you want some food i'll make it for you if you, if you need a cover i can do that if you want mum can't do that nicole you're irreplaceable True. irreplaceable speaking of which jj um i've been i should have asked you this in the week and i forgot hmm. um does she need anything 
but because Lorraine is obviously going to go and buy a present. Anything she want, needs or wants. Should have messaged you in the week and I completely forgot. That just reminded me. Pennies um, two. Really. What, what, what day? Two, two. What it's day? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, oh, yeah. Wow. What time does Nicole yeah. get back? Um, She'll get back in the afternoon and we're all going out for dinner in the Delightful. evening on the beach. So, and then obviously the party on Saturday. Nicole's going to be yeah, exhausted. Yeah, but that adrenaline will get her over the line, won't it? <laughs> and obviously when, when she lands in the afternoon, I'm not going to let her rest. I haven't seen her for a week, so she's going to be busy. And then, you know, party time. In the words of Gangrel, in, I think the implication there is fanging and banging. Am I right, Lissy? Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, I forgot, I forgot about your heat. Never mind. Um, anyway, oh, sounds like you've got... this place. I don't know what you're on about. This place needs tidying. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, shaking back. Yeah, well. <laughs> but, yeah, any anything she needs, because Lorraine was going to go buy some, like, I don't know, dresses... Clothes are good. Clothes are good. Um, because she goes, like George, right? He's got so many toys. Like he's... Clothes are a good shout. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Send it to Mother Care. I'm sure you get a voucher. You can go to replace it if uh, it's shit. Can we uh, cut? Back in a sec. Hopefully. Oh. So, talking of two-year-olds, sundresses aside, we're here to watch the uh, main event of 1999, 1999, 1997 SummerSlam. It was kind of a, uh, mentioned before, a weird time where the Hout Foundation uh, were kind of running roughshod. Brian Pellman had a match, Owen Hart had a match, I think Bulldog and Anvil. But the main event was Bret Hart against The Undertaker with Shawn Michaels as the special guest referee. That was shit. What could go wrong? <laughs> yeah, what can go wrong? <laughs> And Brett, I mean, Sean said he's going to call it straight down the middle. Don't worry about me, even though he hits Bret Hart. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you are watching this on the network, as we are about to, it's network up slash 70728 slash SummerSlam dash 97. And you fast forward. Or you can just search for SummerSlam 97. Much easier. (laughs) We're we're going to go to two hours, one minute, and 18 seconds. Lissy, if you're on the cock, what do you do apart from pray and wish you were never on it? SummerSlam season 10. That's it. That's it, brother. And we click play in three, two, one, two or one, 18, go. I I miss Todd Pettengill, man. He did great intros. Again, maybe it's just me with nostalgia. I just loved Livewire, WWF Livewire. He was always so excitable. He was super animated. He, um, did, did you hear about him having to make complaints about Sonny? Yes, yeah. I did. God love him. See, so innocent. What, what was she doing? Being inappropriate. She was being sunny. Shocking. That's weird. Like, again, yesterday was 25 years since he, she appeared in... ECW, like, how, she left the WF like that, and she was just what two years ago, eighteen months. She was the most downloaded girl on the internet. Mm-hmm. Just it was a short amount of time, and it felt like she just. I don't know. Did you guys? Sorry, I'm crossing my legs. Did you guys um watch, or do you guys watch Dark Side of the Ring? I do. I've seen some of them. Yeah. Did you see the Chris Candido episode? Yeah. Yeah. Like, 
it just so. makes you so it just makes you so sad because when you think about like they were just so young yeah. at that mm-hmm. time like they were too they were almost too young to be in the place that they were because like somebody like Sunny, I mean, I don't know. You you try to be hopeful that like maybe if they were in like a later stage in their life, they could have handled things a little bit differently, handled the fame and um being around the drugs and stuff like that too. But this happens with a lot of like child stars as well, though, doesn't it? Like I think when you get into that world too early. But then you say that, like you think in wrestling, like a lot there's a lot of stories. It doesn't really matter kind of what age they come into it. There's so many stories of people just like do it going too hard. But I mean, I I imagine it's exacerbated when you're that age, right? Yeah. Like they were like 22, 23 years old, like on Monday Night Raw every week. Like that's unheard of. But also like think about what you were like, what we were doing when we were that age. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. I don't, I, shit. I don't want to remember that time, but still. Like, I mean, Just, I moved over here when I was, what? I was 24. 25. And even really? then, like, yeah. And then it's like, oh, I'm in a different country. Like, no kind of authority. I've just got to hold down the job, basically. And the job is, like, pretty chill. And everyone's kind of in the same boat because it's, like, a hot country. And we're all British. And we're all going out and drinking way too much and walking into the office hangover. And it's like... I love this. You just hit it too hard. For like a year, and then you're like, "Shit, I gotta stop this." I would say, my first year, I was very quiet and just kept myself to myself. Second year, I got mates with a few people at work, and it's just that summer. It was 2013, the summer of Clover, out four or five times a week. Mister Outside. (laughs) Yeah, that was just basically finish work. Should go for a pint after work. Yeah, but I know I've got nothing else to do. My first day in my job here i got taken out by two people who were like who who one both colleagues and they were just like hey we're gonna go out for a, for a drink after work do you want to come i was like sure and then like i was just out with those people all the time those two are now like together and have a kid beautiful thing but at the time they were just pals who uh keith oh really yeah all right keith and ash yeah. I, I messaged Keith last night. I've got, there you go, Lissy. Real adult problems, right? I can't, George came home with Killian's Tupperware. Big. Also, Killian's Tupperware. Like, I said, why is he called? Cool? Undertaker, look. What is Double barreled name. No. He's oh. so chunky. Who? Undertaker. Do you. Guys... What time are you on? Where, where are you? Uh, 2.05.30. All right. What time are you on? I was buffering a bit. Shawn Michaels, <laughs> so big. So. Yeah. You you, you hear Jack? Have you I seen me? No, um, no, I've skipped it, but I'm on 205.52. It's fine. Huh. I'd, make a, I'd make a comparison to Jim Roster, John Virgo, here, but it'd be completely lost on you, Lissy. Go ahead. Just He's do it anyway. snookering you tonight is what I'm getting. Wait, just how when Howard Finkel's voice comes on, the following contest schedule for one fall. When the Fink comes on that and the bell rings, shit's going down. By the way, was it just me that found out this week that Finn. Samantha Irvin is with Ricochet? 
Or was that like common knowledge? Wait, I knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She... I didn't know that. I, I knew that. Yeah, yeah. It's been some time. I mean, they're pretty. I mean, they're public. Well. So, I was just. Thumbs. I was too much thinking. Oh, maybe I've got a chance. I guess I just blocked out the rest of it. <sighs> she just. She just. Uh, no. I won't go into what I was going to say then. But no. what? <laughs> what? Stop. <laughs> Just announcing things at inappropriate times. Okay, anyway, so um as you can see, Brett is here. He's the winner of this tussle. I knew Stop. Go on. What were you saying about Brett Hart? This is okay, so the how do you guys feel about the gear that the Undertaker was wearing at this time? Yeah, this was Undertaker's in between phase, wasn't it? He'd gone past yeah. what do you call you call him teardrop taker, right? The ninety six version, <laughs> early ninety seven. Because you went from like gray to purple to just the te- teardrop taker, and then <laughs> he's Prince era to teardrop era. A lot happened in a short space of time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whereas Brett's always just on point. I just it's so always. I so want one of those leather jackets. They're just so cool. Oh. You know, as a kid, like you, you know he's you know it, but like I think there was a lot of distraction. Mainly, like you see Shawn Michaels, and he's so flashy and stuff like that. But like Brett was so cool when you look back, you don't realize it at the time. Brett was like dad cool. Yeah. So he's not like flashy. He's not like flexing his muscles, but he's like got a bit of a swagger to him. His gear's always quite hand, you know, quite tidy. Like, yeah, he's always on point. Yeah, always, always. He always has the coolest jackets, and there's like little subtleties that are different between all of them. But his look is, you know, pretty much, um, you know, consistent. There's a guy. There's a guy on Twitter called I Andrew, um, Andrew Dice Claire, mm-hmm. another bet, another Brett super fan, and he goes through and he spots the idiosyncrasies in, in Brett's gear. Like, I think on some European tour in 96, he wore, like, an orange version because he was in Holland, something like that. But, yeah, great account to follow as well. And he hates Shawn Michaels and loves Brett Hart, so great guy. So you don't the have to hate right Shawn now, Michaels so to love Brett Hart. I'm sorry, is, John, go ahead. Is, is, is Brett a Help, heel? It helps. <laughs> yeah, Brett's a big heel. Yeah. Okay. Since... Because he's playing the, the, so the heart form, double turn. So the heart formation reformed at the end of March after WrestleMania 13, oh, the double foundation. turn with Austin. Okay. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, he, he kind of started speaking more openly about how he was being screwed a lot more. And then he started mm-hmm. taking shots at America. So they're in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Which they would never announce it mm-hmm. as being in New Jersey. They call it like what is it? They say in the shadows of New York. Yeah, right? which is fucking as, as an English guy. What it's, it's like New Jersey, Huddersfield like, in the shadows what? of Leeds. What it's not. <laughs> so uh, because Brett would start. <laughs> Brett, Brett's in New Jersey playing the Canadian national anthem, so therefore he's a heel. Because yeah. boo, he's not an American. Boo. Sean is just. He just couldn't come out like a regular ref. Like, he has to do his dance. He has to strut. 
<laughs> okay. What is your opinion on the concept of a special guest referee? Brilliant. Like, why why did they have what was the story behind them having a special guest referee here? So I think Sean was I can't so Brett had come out and said I will if I lose this match, I will never wrestle in America ever again. And then they were talking mm-hmm. about I think they were talking about they wanted a special guest enforcer because the Heart Foundation had been interfering in matches. And Sean came out and said, I'll I think he I think he volunteered his services because I'm the only man that can make sure nothing what's he doing, man? So, him and Vin, Vin so him and Vince definitely had something our, our... going on. <laughs> I'm sorry. In, in kayfabe, they're saying our our professional referees who are trained for this yes. are not good enough. We need a complete amateur who doesn't do this as a job to be the referee. One sec, because one sec. our referees are just one not going to be good enough. I'm going to have to go back and we're going to have to track this bit. Can we go? Right, go back, JJ. I'm, right, I'm where gonna are we to... going to? Let me just play oh, this. Ended the, ended ahead, the national... I, know, I know what you want. Just go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry, but... <laughs> oh, good lord. I, I, I've seen a lot of Shawn Michaels entrances in my time. Fucking hell. <laughs> that's, that's a whole new level. 2 or 10, JJ. Go to 2 or 10. 2 10. 2 hours, yeah. 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah. And there's going to be something where if the buffering you, fucks you, me over, I swear. You need better internet connection, mate. I know, right? Oh my god. I just can't. I can't take this show seriously anymore. I mean, oh, leave me alone, oh internet. God. This internet is not going to let you be great. Thank so God. He starts off with the. And then the and then the hips and he's not even a quarter of the way down the ramps and then we get the strut. Oh. Right, the fans. But then he gets it goes into different gears, right? Okay, another one. No, he's about to turn up in a second. Don't worry, he's cooking right now. <laughs> this is like, do you know when you almost like when you used to play SmackDown, just bring it or whatever on the PlayStation, and you could add a taunt to a wrestler. And you picked two or three. Sean's got six. <laughs> and this is like what they'd always say, like Sean Michaels had to steal the show, right? He's a special guest referee. Leave it to Brett and Digger. If anyone's going to steal the show around here, it's the heartbreak kid. Unless he knows where I'm going here. Drive rating in front of the ball. Vince fucking loves him. I just miss Jimmy Cordero. <laughs> Where is he? This is only for Brett. And you know, Brett is like, what? Brett is so over him, too. Like, they keep, like, shooting back to Brett so that you can see his face. He was so over Sean. Oh, my God. That's so funny. If Adam Cole had those biceps, I'm telling you. Man, he'd be a megastar. Stop it. But, uh, in terms of Sean entrances, I think that's top three. That oh, I've man. Wow. I still think WrestleMania, awesome. WrestleMania 14, when he's obviously pilled off his tits, he knows he's off to go and stra- lose the belt, and he's just been told, uh, take us 
they're taping his fist at gorillas. So don't even try anything stupid, because... <laughs> He's one... going to fuck him up. <laughs> buddy, yeah, buddy this won't end well for you. <laughs> Drop the title and fuck off. That's a good boy. But, uh, wow, that's that's peak Sean. When I think of Sean Michaels, 97, 98, Attitude Era, that's it. I don't think of him God-loving, doing the whole entrance. No, I think of him throwing those hips around and just strutting his ass, strutting that ass. There was, there really were, there were two Shawn Michaels. There really were. It was pre-injury and in, in hiatus Shawn Michaels and then post. And one has very little to do with the other. But there's no in between, is there? There's no. <laughs> Shawn Michaels, I'm 30 years old, single, doing what the fuck I want. Even. Period. And then there's Bonnie and Christian married with kids. It's like, yeah. When, when, when you look at the body of work of those two, take out, you know, anything that you might think about personal or, I don't know, attraction-wise or whatever, but the body of work on, on television and on pay-per-views, like, which do you think is better? 96, 97, 98, Sean. Even, he is. Like, he was so great in 94. I don't he, like the guy, but he was phenomenal. It's just the WF was like him. Just give him his flowers. I'm, That's I'm, what John I'm is saying. I'm giving him his flowers. I'm saying he that three and a half, four year run. Um, yeah, it's just the the, the product was so flat. Ninety four, ninety five. Brett fucked off. Ninety six. Nash and Hall left. Isn't it? Isn't it wild that he basically missed like the biggest years in WWE? He was still there. I know. I know. Like, he, but if if you think about the attitude era, like ninety eight, ninety nine, two thousand, like he didn't basically didn't have a match. Like he was there until what ninety seven, start of ninety eight, and then Ma- March twenty seventh, nineteen ninety eight. Right. Brett's face. And then and then he didn't come back until two thousand and two. So he missed like. Austin's biggest period, The Rock's biggest period, Missy Invasion, right. all of that right. stuff. And the then Rock, only the came Rock back as they were on like, that downturn, right? Uh, teardrop Taker. <laughs> well, tremendous. and then, I mean, he came back, though, I will say. You're right, John. Like, he missed all that time. But I think Sean came back, and he was like he never missed a day of wrestling. Which was uh, don't start. You don't so, even know. You don't know what I, I was going to say. I'll just say from my point of view. So I never just really like, knew. Yeah. I went when I was first started watching wrestling. Uh, I hadn't really seen any Shawn Michaels matches. I knew who he was because they talked about him in such a like revered tone. And when he did come back, you were like, oh, I know who this guy is. He's still been on screen and stuff, and he'd done other bits and pieces, but I'd never actually seen a match. So like all the stuff like 2002 onwards. I was like blown away by this guy who, you know, was like a legend, but like living up to it. But I never really saw when I've watched these matches, it's like going back, knowing kind of what I know now, rather than like, I don't know, the wide eyed innocence of a child kind of thing. So but... can I just say, so interrupt JJ, you have I love, why don't referees do this anymore? What, check, check the guys? Mike Kyoto was always do like just the boots, check the truck. Okay. Just, yeah. I like, Little subtleties like that. Todd Sinclair and Ring of Honor would always do it, and I loved it. Yeah, I'm a nerd, but um, 
Yeah, the thing with Sean, so I think the problem is, JJ, a lot of people had left the product by then. Um, yeah. And you think who Sean was working with 94 to 98, he was working with Razor. He was working with Brett. He was working with Foley. He was working with Turker. He was working with Austin. He's all. He was. And he's. Oh. But it's not like he was working with idiots later on. Like he was working with Kurt Angle. He was working with Jericho. He was working with Benoit, right. with Edge, like. Bangers. With, with Triple H, like, Timber, and Timber. still with Undertaker, um, like those matches that he had against Undertaker at WrestleMania are like are seen by many as the best matches that Undertaker ever had at WrestleMania, if not the best Mania matches of all time. So that's why I'm saying when you look at that body of work, like for me, I don't really like Taker or or Sean as as people, right? But I can take that out of it and say for me, I think the best Mania match I ever saw when like in real time like as i was growing up was um sean taker one like that when i was watching it blew my mind the biggest so... difference would be the rivalries and the storylines right so razor and sean were both ic champions the, the um what's the words unified the belts oh. diesel and sean were best friends and then they had Dang a WrestleMania match they were due to attitudes whatever Brett and Sean. Good friends, better enemies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> bring him on the show. Better friends, stiffer enemies when Steve Carino lost an eardrum thanks to Homicide. Um, not to say that Sean didn't have amazing rivalries in that 2002 and onwards era. Okay, what what was his most famous ones? I'd say Triple H and Undertaker. Triple H? Are you kidding me? Jack, I'm sorry. John, you know Jack doesn't watch wrestling, so I will I will speak up with you here yeah him and triple h are they friends are they not friends they did it so many times what are you talking about okay. also mr mcmahon do you really want to do you really want to use a few that in, involve god as being a yes. legendary yes. Oh, yes. like that was, a, was it that was okay. the, the furthest that the envelope could go like he, the man had god as his tag team partner I'm not great with dates, but was it SummerSlam 02 or SummerSlam 03 against uh, Triple H? SummerSlam like... 2002 in a last man standing match. Yeah. Um, like, no, no. Amazing. Um, he came back in a non sanctioned match. I want to say, I want to say SummerSlam 2002. And then he won the title, the World Heavyweight title, in the Elimination Chamber match at Survivor Series 2002. Okay. And then quickly lost the belt by the Triple H because, well, you know, Sean, uh, if anyone's going to carry uh, the red brand, it's got to be me, buddy, because, you know, I'm like Harley Race and Ric Flair rolled into one. So uh, of I'm going to get the belt back and tell Booker T, you people don't win the belt. You don't win the big one. So go and uh, park my car. That was bad. That was bad. And that meanwhile, was bad. whilst Triple H was, who did you say was Harley Race and... Ric Flair rolled into one. He got the and, he got the Harley yet, Race chops. And yet he's sitting there holding down someone who's Stone Cold and The Rock rolled into one, you know. Why yeah. LA Knight get over. LA Knight, the number one merch seller. Did you watch his interview with Chris Van Vliet, by the way? Very, very good, if you hadn't seen I it. I didn't. I didn't see it. And he says, oh, my God. And Chris said, like, I was in the crowd for whatever. I think he flew over for uh, Money in the Money Bank. Money in the Bank, yeah. I'm so glad we didn't go, by the way, because I'd have been... Fucking annoyed. Uh, he goes, you got the loud, the pump was the one as loud as I heard. He goes, yeah, but some people in the offices don't hear so well. 
Like, <laughs> and I'm like, well, like you've, just, just... you've just you've just held yourself down for another six months, buddy. Like, yeah. Guys, there was this it thing was... that Kevin Nash said. That, sorry, go on, Missy. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, because we can that that'll tie into it. Yeah, I was gonna say that like Kevin Nash was like, oh, he's just like a ripoff of Stone Cold and The Rock, right? And I'm like, but I mean, everyone that's been huge since probably 1990s probably been a rip off of someone like all the big guys like you they they look to people from their past who have been influences like rick flair was an influence on Shawn michaels and rick flair probably took influences from the likes of rick flair, Billy rick flair and, and, wasn't and, the original nature boy that was buddy rogers saying, and he ripped like, him off yeah so i i don't i don't understand why if if someone takes part from people who they were fans of before and and they're the, they're their influencers then and they're getting over and the crowd love it then what's the problem like everything's been done now right like i just think everyone loves him he's entertaining as hell um in in kevin nash's defense because you guys know that i love kevin nash hmm. if you go back and and see he actually revised those statements so okay. I, I think he's on board with with, that's with everyone. That's else. good. So, and you know what? That's one thing about Nash. He'll Nash is always about the money and the miles. If he's selling much, yeah. baby, he's over. Good luck to him. Exactly. And like, but that is a common thing, kind of thrown at LA Knight from detractors. I think where they're just like, there's a podcast that I listen to. Um, a couple of guys who are very good, but one of them's just not a fan of LA Knight. And it's like, oh, he's just a them. ripoff. Like, Plug them. Original. Plug them. Um, they're on the Fightful Network. Jeremy Lambert. Gossier. Yeah. <laughs> so, they, 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 they don't need plug-in, trust me. So I was yeah. watching something that Corey Graves said um, about LA Knight and how so many people grew up on like the Attitude Era and mm. you know, you get to like a certain age, maybe the age that some of you guys are now and you know you guys not me you guys not you not me y'all be safe um and say oh shit like i i wish i wish i was doing this or i oh i could have been a wrestler or i could have tried or whatever so like he kind of made that connection between people you know in that age group or whatever that are like you know what we 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 stand behind la night because he's a lot of people may or may not have just been like okay, fine, like, I'm cool just, like, working the indies or whatever, and, like, he just, like, kept going and kept chasing his dream, and, like, he's been around for a long time, regardless of how long it took him to, you know, get out of a developmental world in WWE and get on to the main roster, like, I mean, he still has a lot to offer the business, and you can see people, he's, he's over, his shirts are what, the other, last week when I was when I sent you guys something, it's like number one is Cody and LA Knight was like two, three, four, three, and four, five. five. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh. He's a no, he's a number one best. He's a, like the WWE had their latest quarter conference call yesterday, and he, uh, somebody asked him, "Yeah, LA Knight is the number one merch seller as as a superstar, as a yeah, yeah, uh, for the previous quarter, which is ridiculous when you think of the people he's up against, whether it be a Seth Rollins or a." Becky Lynch, the man, right? Or like you said, Roman Reigns, the Usos, Sami Zayn. Who are super popular and who have been around for a long time. So if you would have to worry, but for him, it wouldn't be a problem, right? Because um, he could go, he's now got such steam behind him. And this is like how it used to be in the 80s in the territories. 
if you don't want me here, guess what? I can go somewhere else and I can make more money. Yeah. So, um, but what you say, I listened to that. Uh, Corey Graves follows the uh, Dusty page. So, you know, I, I'll, I'll, I'll be dipping the podcast. Just you got to play the game. And he, that point you made is right. If people, if you're of that same age, mid to late 30s, and you grew Speaking up... of LA Knight, his former manager. And you're, if you're, you're Bill Moody. All right. Is, it, is this not Uh-oh. known? Is this, it's is just, this not it common all, knowledge? It all is so connected. It all ties in. Yeah. Thing. He started out but... with uh, Kathy Kelly in uh, Hollywood Championship Wrestling. Um, yeah, but, the last, but the last we're seeing the last Bearer, person the last, that Paul Bearer yeah. managed was LA Knight. LA Knight. Yeah, yeah, but um, <laughs> but if if you were of a certain age and you were say a teenager, 13, 14, 15, while the attitude year was going on in 97, 98, 99, you were making all the type of one liners and quips, and we you were doing all the Austin and Rock, right? exactly. Yeah, I, that's what I was doing. So, I get I was what you for LA to come out and go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children yes. of all ages. <laughs> I'll still do that. What are you talking about? Do you remember that era? You must have been very young. She's I, I heard about it. She's got I, the I heard about it. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't there. I just, I'm aware yeah. that it happened. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know I also about Paul Bear, right? Always impeccably clean shaven. I don't remember ever seeing any stubble on him <laughs> at all. I mean, and he's got a lot of yeah. He had a lot of chains to shave as well. Fair play to the boy. Stop it! He did. I think the hair just gets. I'm not fan shaving. <laughs> Let me talk yeah, to it's you. Crazy! It's crazy. You can ask JJ. I was I was disgusted when LA Knight didn't win Money in the Bank, and not just because I backed him. Utterly disgusted. Oh, so they're I... they're not they're not friends at this point. Who were you discussing? Me and LA Knight. Uh, no, Taker and Paul Bearer. Oh, right. beating him up. Yeah, the time he's just finished managing mankind. No, but Paul Bear could take a hell of a bump. One of one of Jack's alter egos. Hey, to be um... fair, to be fair, um, I don't. I, I I was disappointed that they didn't give it to LA Knight because I had a bet on it, but I was worried that they were going to give it to Logan Paul, which I would have thought was a terrible decision. Right. I don't mind. Um, you know, the way that they did go, because I think, you know, the Judgment Day have some kind of cool stories going on, and, and I'm a fan of what they're doing, so right I don't now. hate it. I think that was the second best choice. Um, you know, with WWE, you just, you don't always get what you want. The story never ends, as as a wise man wants. I, I just find it really bizarre. When, in my, in my head, talent who get themselves so over should be rewarded. This is a meritocracy, right? This is probably the diff- biggest difference between WWE and AEW, and we'll see... I'm sorry, what... I don't mean to interrupt you, but I love heel breath. You never interrupt when you compliment him better, Bret Hart. <laughs> but the biggest difference between AEW and WWE is that if you get yourself over, you, we, you will find a way to accommodate you. And... Um, like the fact, I mean, the fact Cody, Cody should have won the belt at Mania. Nobody can tell me otherwise. Are you still on that, man? I mean, I he's mean, right, but... Fine. I mean, if he'd have been facing Brock Lesnar with the title on the line, you can have Roman Reigns defend the honour of being Tribal Chief against Jay You don't need a title for that. You could argue the Tribal Chief status is bigger than the WWE yeah. Championship. But 
I just find it weird how they just want to try. Well, you know, uh, guys. I I, Wait, hold on. Where, where are you guys? Just so, just so I know. 2, 8, 28, 13, 14, 15. I'm about 10 seconds ahead of that. I'm 2, 28, 32, 33, 34. JJ, yeah, pause it for 10 I, seconds. I was... I was ahead of you, John. I've just um Okay. Jack, skip forward still... ten seconds. Brian Pillman I'm... and loose cannon there in a very questionable shirt. One thing about Brian Pillman, he was always wearing that type of shirt, like that super loud. I mean, that was just so nineties too, so let me shut up. Where so, do you so, think so, is someone so, like Ooh. Um be sorry, what will it what will it be called in the performance center? Oh god, if they I hated that. So, quick, quick history here. Curtis Axel. Mm-hmm. Is that right. Kurt Henning? Son, right? Lissy's frozen. I hated that. <laughs> oh, there you go. Because it's like then. We, okay, fine. He comes in you, as part of. We missed what you said there. Lissy, you froze for like oh, ten I seconds. Lost you guys. You in a tr- you in a Donald Trump pose, and again. <laughs> yeah, so Curtis Axel, uh, he was he was Michael McGillicuddy when he came in through NXT, and then Curtis Axel, and yeah, Mr. I Perfect saw son. the video went okay, viral right away. Got I a lost promo, you guys for and a second. Yeah. Go on, let's see. What were you saying? I'm so sorry. I lost you guys for a second. Right. So like, they they give these people these names, and then like, they try to make them be their own person, and then later down the line, they they would reference who their father or family member was right Mm. so like curtis axel was like a great example of that other examples of that right like the usos they're rikishi sons okay like i get it the uso like uso means brother but it it's good it's questionable then you have roman reigns like they did everything to give him like something so far away from a samoan name for his story to only come around to be the tribal chief and stuff like that. And like Roman Reigns is a badass name. Don't get me wrong. But like, if they knew that eventually, like if it's clear that he's Samoan and, and we are not stupid, we have Google, we know who his dad is. We know who his uncles are. We know who his cousins are. Like just, I think with certain people, if you're gonna like have them be connected to their lineage, just let them be who they are. That's They're it. doing this with the rock store at the minute, right? Nobody watches NAT, NXT. It, but exactly. Stop it. Where are you going? Everyone watches NXT. Just go to hell. But yeah, that's hey, another guys. good example. <laughs> that's another good example, John. Like her name's like we know who she is, but yeah. I mean, you just call her Avering, whatever. I mean, that's a unique example because like everyone's gonna have been like I don't know known about that and it's going to be a huge deal as soon as the rock's daughter kind of shows up in on on tv but i think for other people like i'm kind of clued into the rest of the business but when roman reigns debuted i didn't know who who, who that was i knew who um michael mcgillicuddy slash curtis axel was oh, but you could tell wait. right like i'm sorry you got it right there brother michael mcgillicuddy I had it had escaped me. <laughs> but you could you could just see like you could see in his face who that yes. guy was like. Yes. And the same with same with Pillman Junior. I think like you can see it. He looks just like his dad. Same like, with Brock just... Anderson. Like I do like the AEW. Like they just they don't shy away from it, right? I mean they've not done anything with either of those guys, but 
Hook has done something with, and Hook is one where if you didn't tell me he was related to Taz, I would be like, cool. Like I, I, know. I would, I would. You, that's the one you wouldn't have guessed. But I know. Two, I know. Um, that I just mentioned there, like you, you can see it in their face right away. And you know what? The one thing about, like, I think that's a really good example, Jack. We're talking about Hook and Taz. Like Taz, for the <laughs> most part, like when he's calling Hook's matches, like. He doesn't he doesn't harp on the my son or or whatever. Like he's I think he does a really good job at subtle. trying to like Yeah. Huh? He's but, low key but, he's low key subtle with it. Yeah, but then, yeah, but yeah. then also like when there's an injustice or something, like when Jack um Perry attacked him, it like you genuinely felt like he was raging about it. You know what he I mean? Shouted, like, he shouted, Oh shit. You yeah. Yeah. and he says something like, Oh, you done fucked up now. Like uh, he's gonna come I and get you when, for that. When when Hook first when Hook first started out, his first couple of matches, Taz would be like, oh, like, he's doing this, or, like, oh, he calls it the Red Rum, or, he, you know, he does this move, or he does that move, whatever. And it was almost like Taz was introducing you to Hook. But then, like, since then, he's kind of just been almost just, like, calling his matches kind of thing with, I don't know, a little bit of an edge bit, like like you say, not not blatant, but... Um... I'm, I'm pretty sure he made his debut on Rampage, and there's a photo, I think we posted on our socials, I'm sure I was like a new dad at the time, and it's just Hook coming out like in front of the crowd, and Taz was at the announce desk just clapping. And I remember thinking mm. that, but for Taz, who's like this brother, I'm gonna destroy this big tough guy. Like, and he yeah. said, like he tweeted the proudest day of my life, seeing my son walk out to wrestle. And thinking, yeah, that's that's quite touching. Ain't gonna have feelings Taz is, too. Taz, Taz is great. Protect Taz at all costs. So many heartwarming moments today, guys. Oh, I love oh, Brett's okay. suplex. Oh, I, it's weird. I was, I'm not a Brett's kid got into wrestling. Look at the jeans you have. I know. Well, now one of his sons did revive Dungeon Wrestling. So, I mean, he's Who? running that. So, Who? Are you okay? Do you? Are, are you? I can't believe you don't know this. I don't know. You don't follow Dungeon Wrestling at all? What the hell's no. Dungeon Wrestling? It sounds like something on Pornhub. <laughs> no, you don't know. I'll share it with you. Listen, um, you're in the business. Of, is this I, like actually, Raw Underground? Is this... when, no. <laughs> Where's Shane McMahon these days? <laughs> I hated that with a burning passion. Oh my, oh god. my god, never you know, like you know I mean we all remember when the pandemic hit, right? And like there was no sports on. And like the only thing to kind of watch was um was Raw, right? Or well WWE yeah. and you know, AW as well at the time. But like yeah. I was like, even even now when there's nothing else to do and I'm stuck at home <laughs> like twenty four hours a day, I'm still not gonna give three hours of my life to a Monday night raw. And it was like the worst period. That WrestleMania in front of an empty crowd, oh, painful. But you know what, guys? Like, you really have to give it to them, though. Sorry, this dog is doing something crazy. You really have to give it to them, put, like... Put the dog on air. Stop it. Like, it's March, and they, in the world, shut down, and, and they're like, okay, like, what are we going to do? This is like, yeah. a, we already have the match. Like, you couldn't just not go on with it because well you could have you could have you could you could have not jeopardized the safety and well-being of your 
staff that aren't uni aren't unionized didn't have a choice. They they I feel like they made it an option, right? Yeah, they were like, you, you know, if, I want to. I... They, they were testing. Okay, like what did what did Tass say? Remember, we're not the ones running a sloppy shop. Whatever. There was a COVID outbreak, and Taz low key like made digs at them on air. You know what, though, honestly, like I really commend the talent. I really commend the fact that they kept finding inventive ways to entertain people every week. Like they had the Thunderdome, and people could log in and watch and stuff like that. Like I, st- I still think all that was really cool. You should get a job in Stamford. No, I'm just saying, like. It goes, for both, both comp- it goes for both companies. Both it's companies Bruce continued, Pitt. right? It's Bruce both Pritchard companies contacted continued. you. Shut up. No, both, I'm just both, saying. Both companies ahead, continued. Both companies. Both, both companies continued, and both oh companies God, were, were there to... AW like, was at Daily's place every yeah. week. I, think I was... actually enjoyed that period of AW. That's kind of when I really started getting into AW. <laughs> MJF and Sean Spears just popping on the uh, front row. Putting bets on matches, yeah. Putting bets on matches, brilliant, <laughs> so good. Zoe, I mean, you were called Stanford List back when we started filming this podcast, and oh my god, it's going to bear fruit. Show it's the dog. Not... Introduce the no, dog to the podcast. Just... No, this. So this dog, she's been here since Saturday. Today is the first day that, like, I see her starting to get comfortable. She's not on her best behavior anymore, so she's gotten like. This, like earlier, I got out the shower and I found her like just on the sofa lounging, just like having a great time. So that's if like it, her new thing. If that was a guy, by the way, if he started getting comfortable oh. being on the sofa, he'd have been out by now. The dog survives. <laughs> Buddy, get your shit and get out of here. <laughs> Listen, sir, your bags will be in the hallway in 90 seconds. Don't sir, you worry. Sir, please leave. <laughs> You guys know me so well. I love it. Do you want to know the star ratings for SummerSlam 1997? Because Uncle Dave wasn't very kind to to be for this. So the opener was Mankind versus Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Really good match. China slams the cage door on Mankind's head and literally uh, gives Mick Foley a concussion. That gets two and a half stars. Uh, sorry, three and a half stars. Goldust versus Brian Pellman in a match to win the services of Marlena. That was such a crazy rivalry. <laughs> and we see goth Marlena for the next month. To be fair, she worked it. She she was rocking that goth look. Rhea so Ripley. Hot as a god. You know, yeah, that's uh, two and a half stars. The Legion of Doom versus the Godwins for the uh, tag titles. Have a star. The British Bulldog versus Ken Shamrock. Just half of one star? Half of one star. Oh, my God. The LOD were never great against big guys. They needed I people know. like Anne and Tully or the Midnight Express to bump around for them. So, uh, The British Bulldog versus Ken Shamrock. I think that was a loser had to eat dog food match. I could be mistaken. <laughs> that was, so... this, was, this was peak Vince Russo. Vince Russo had worked his way into booking. It was him and Cornet. Um, no, so yeah, yeah, uh, Los Boricuas. That's sorry, that was one point, uh, one and three quarter stars. Uh, Los Boricuas, Jesus Castillo, Jose Estrada, Miguel Perez, and Savio Vega. 
against the DOA made of eight ball chains. Uh, Russians factions like it was so cringe. <laughs> Gang warfare, pal. Biker crew, like skinhead biker crew versus Puerto Rican gangsters. The like, nation and the nation as well. And the nation, the black guys. Oh like, my god, what? blacks, Hispanics, and whites. Who's gonna win? It's like jail. <laughs> it was. It was like jail. Yeah. Uh, that got half a star. Stone Cold versus Owen Hart got two and three quarter star. Stone Cold beat Owen Hart to become inter- intercontinental champion. With a broken and freaking neck. Broken freaking neck. And Bret Hart against Undertaker in the main event. It's got three stars. Which is ridiculous because the finish of this match is... The best. It's it's per- it, it's perfect. Like, you, you, can, you can crap on certain things about WF at this time. The main events were always tremendous. And the storylines are always brilliant. So when I think about wrestling when we were kids, right? Like three people that really stand out are the three guys that are in this ring right now. Um, What do you guys think would have changed the trajectory of the company if Sean never got hurt and Brett never left? If they were still there when they actually did kicked off in Austin. Yeah. I think Brett would have beaten Austin would have beat Brett for the title at WrestleMania 14. Brett holds about to WrestleMania. I think Sean and Hunter as DX would have been involved in a different feud, probably with Owen and Bulldog, and they got elevated. Probably something for the tag belts. I, I it's it's irrelevant, right? Because Austin began the host, hottest thing in wrestling. I know, but it just means that they were there'd have been so much more strength in depth. If you look at that earlier in mid-98, right, there's Austin and, like, Undertaker and Kane and Mankind. And then there's probably, like, Owen, Shamrock, The Rock, and there's nothing else. But would, would there have been the space for someone like The Rock to get to the, the place that he got to if you had those two kind of superstars who were already massive? That's what I mean. Like, these yeah, younger, yeah. like would there have been room for everybody? They're probably, it, it would have looked different. But Triple H would have been protected because Sean was still there, and the Rock would Brett, the Rock and Brett were quite close. Brett really looked after the Rock when he came in, and I think I don't know whether Rocks. I think Rocky Johnson wrestled as well in in Calgary for his dad's promotion. So yes. Brett, oh, Brett, he's from took, Canada. Yeah, exactly. Brett took uh, Rock under his wing, so he'd have been made sure he he, he had room to grow. Um, I think with Austin, right? It, it's a regardless. The rocket was well was and truly dropped off. off. They were gone because he was already taking off, and they were all here anyway. So I don't think Austin would have changed too much. Um, and then we know Vince looked. The Undertaker is like Vince's bonus kid. So why did what? Why why did the staff have to wear these weird jumpsuits? Oh, the caretakers. They they look like maintenance men. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I miss the days of unprotected chair shots. Just do it like that. I just had a man in here the other day uh, changing my fire Giggity. alarms and shit. That's what these guys look like. Right. Did you make this... a joke? Uh, no, I just said the word giggly. Oh. I'm going to have to track this because this is... Uh, it's oh, happening. Oh, fucking buffering. Suck my balls. 
I just think this is what this is perfection. So, oh my god! Drink you put some us in charge of uh, tracking. <laughs> yeah, not you. Just pause it for JJ. Pause, pause, pause. Oh fuck! My Why life. are you saying JJ? Pause. He's not doing it. No, but you want to watch it with me, right? They're on the same queue. Go ahead then, man. Oh, JJ. Two forty-four fourteen. All right, sorry. You're yeah. Back. Right, oh, I wonder back. what's gonna happen. Fuck my life. Three, two, one. He's still fucked. Right? Why do I even bother? I'd pay you me sixty quid a month for this, and it's absolutely gash. This is one of the best. Got. Alicia, would you know the term "goz"? Goz. Goz. If you goz on someone. Fuck you. I know gauze as what you oh. wrap injuries oh. with. A gauze is when you spit, like a, a spit, a loogie. Ugh. In your Nasty. He still got oh. it on his, on his top lip. I just, like, I can't look at it. It's, it was nasty then. It's still nasty now. Ooh. Five time, baby. Woo! The most reluctant count ever. But again... And again, this is like, I hate the NXT acting, but the selling from Sean, Brett, and Taker is just, this is just art. Hang it in the Louvre. Uh, Hang it in the Louvre. Louvre. And Taker is disgusted. And this sets up next month, Bad Blood. You can't believe it. Is it. And no. I told you I can never say it. My voice always cracks. Can we get a taste of it? No. I'm the, retired. The, I'm the retired. Ex- so wait a minute. Have you have you retired from ring announcing? I'm retired. I've I've retired to the suburbs. I am interviewing the for suburbs of the suburbs of Miami. I'm, I'm interviewing. Will you just stop saying where I live? Earlier, Pete. Today, you you want to say my address on on air now? Listen, our last video got twenty four views. Six I don't of them care. Were, six of them I... were me trying to go on and get copy the link and paste it of the place. People don't care. It's not Kia, it's care. Right. So that was Simpson 97, JJ. Are you happy with that result? I mean, it was the main event of. Um, so sorry, let's go I, back to my, Meltzer. Was my, that three my, and a half My stars? wife is, is about to get on a plane and she's finally coming home. So I was just busy like texting as she got on the plane. Like, Are you married? I'm safe, you know. Yeah. I was gonna say. I just, I just, I just say that. <laughs> this is what I say. When I, it was in that, the like, <laughs> once you've had, once you've had kids and you've been together like over ten years, like you can't say girlfriend. Uh, and I say, you, I say I mean, partner. Been, if I say partner, people think, are you gay? I've been saying fiance now for you know five years. <laughs> say wife. Uh-huh. Has it been five partner. years? Yeah, I think it was. I think it was 
October 18 that I proposed. I you think? think. <laughs> Jesu, have you been? I'm sorry, this is really like niche. Rev- have you been to the kids' shoe shop by MS? No. Right, the woman there is lovely. Um, okay. And Lorraine sent me with this. Go and buy this. She's very good. Mm. Just show it here and she'll know. Anyway, obviously, I've got lost there in there. Can you just speak to me? He goes, yeah, so I've been speaking with your husband and uh, um, can you, uh, she goes, yeah, he needs this in a 21, five and a half, and gave him this. And she messaged me like five minutes ago, going, did you tell them I'm your wife? I said, no, my miss- I called you my missus. And they <laughs> automatically assume because of getting <laughs> shoes for a, cho- for a two-year-old. And then in the, in the yeah, park, right? Say no. Then in the park with the French lady. Hmm. Um, oh, how long you been together? Are you know, years? Oh, so what's your wife called? Just go along with it; it's easier. Yeah, exactly. It's, just, yeah. it's whatever at this point, right? I felt quite comfortable because I they, they they came to gym ten days ago, and the parents can both speak English, but the kids can't. So they want to mm. they get in um, tuition at the minute, and they're going to go to Loretto when it starts in September. Mm-hmm. But I'm so glad that the dad ended up turning up. Otherwise, if I'm giving my number to this this wife, right, <laughs> it looks a bit, it looks a bit worse. <laughs> oh, Jim Appel Jack. Plus George. Plus George. Weird, isn't it? Like, so I George so went I right would... up to her, ran up, and he started like just doing that with her. And she's, <laughs> to be fair, she said I'm I'm a French and Spanish teacher, and kids love me, but. He just kept running over to her and wanting cuddles, and so cute. You know, you're lucky yeah, so... you pick the right person. Otherwise, you do up with someone dodgy. And yeah, sorry, you go on. Yeah, like it's weird, isn't it? Like being being a dad who's actually involved. Like it's almost like I don't know. Like you, you kind of find yourself in these weird situations sometimes. Like so, I was texting. Um, a babysitter to organise like babysitting for when Nicole was away just for one afternoon so I could get stuff organised. Yeah, you were. And like, so I've messaged her like, uh, it's going to be like these dates. Let me know if you can make like if you can do it, whatever. And then she had then replied basically to exactly what I said, but sent it to Nicole. And I was like, I don't. And Nicole didn't say anything to me because she assumed that I knew and like she was just being like given the information kind of thing. She was like, oh, whatever. And then we didn't speak about it. I was like, oh, she never got back to me. I don't know what's happening. She was like, oh, she texted me. I was like, why would she text you? Like, I was literally sending her the details and then instead of replying to me, she's replied to myself. I don't know. Um, yeah. It's like a nursery. They always go to Lorraine. I'm like, even though I, now that I am freelancing, I, uh, I'm taking, I drop him off and beat him up every day. They always go to the mum. The mum's the boss. It's so frustrating. Like, they all know that she's away this week. And it's like they they had a beach day for the kids today, and like they text Nicole like, "Don't forget, you need to bring like X Y Z." And I'm like, "I already had it packed, right?" And then Nicole texts me like, "Oh, nursery just texts me like, I'm like, yeah, I know, I'm, I'm on it. Don't worry, like it's sorted." It's like, and you're so on top of things too. So like, she's in another fucking continent. Like I'm <laughs> right here. I, I you have seen me every day dropping them off and picking them up, like. Come on. <laughs> there's, a, there's a girl called um, Kim. I don't know if she was there when you were there, JJ, at Midtown Harvard. And you open the door and she goes, for George. I'm like, 
No, yesterday. One day I said, is Killian free? What? Yeah, George is fine. <laughs> oh my, you better anyway, do it. To the point we, we may do it in the week. We should do this after we've stopped recording because. It's Yeah, two days ago when I saw Killian, like, so when JJ said his first day in Jib, he went out with this couple. Keith was my boss last year, mm. and his son Killian. I always make a fuss. I always make a fun of because of anyone's kids, just, just the type of guy I am. He was so excited that I knew his name, Killian. You're right, pal. <sighs> You're right, Killian. No things. George, his face dropped. Like, like Conor McGregor. Who the fuck is this guy? He started <laughs> crying at nursery, and Zoe just had to take him in and just. And said he was not happy all day as a result. Wow, that is proper. Like, but you, but you, you, like, you do that with Seb. Anytime you see Seb in the park, you're like the same, right? And George has never had an issue with it. But then I, yeah, I suppose the difference is I then hand him over and go away. In the yeah. park, I'm still there playing with him. Yeah, I always make fun. Of, I always like to make, uh, like, as um, so. JJ was in the park, Lissy, on Saturday, being a good parent mm-hmm. he is, and. Penny kept waving goodbye. She would walk another five steps and turn around and say bye. And this lasted two <laughs> minutes. So I carried on walking all the way until JJ left that bit of the park. So this is like two minutes. Bye. Turn around. Walk bye. <laughs> so I carried on walking with them. It's really the cutest thing. Because she kept turning around. <laughs> exactly. You, you. <laughs> But with her, it is constant, right? Like, if we get on a bus, hello, hello, hi, she's hello, so, she's, hello, she's hi. so cute. And and everyone's and like, she's oh, so God, cute, oh, hello, hi, hi, hello. And then she's like, a little dog. She looks so much bus, like a mother now. The, 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 the Thank bus God. Stops, two people get off, bye bye, bye bye. And they're like, oh, bye bye. And then she goes, bye bye. And they go, oh, bye bye. Like, it will carry on it's until, until you stop. <laughs> like, like, she will just keep doing it forever until, until well, you, you stop stopped. saying it. She's just um, the cutest but The weird thing is, right, if if someone walks up to her, like if someone knows her and they're like, oh, Penny, hi, she'll be like. <laughs> I think but with the... strangers, Wait, like, this is for strangers. I cannot walk down, mate. Yeah, strangers, complete strangers only. Oh. Oh I mean, God. the last the last time I bumped into you guys and said that she gave me the the stone calls. I just love her. So she's look. But she was Penny fine is like, on Saturday. A, such a, like, a, she's such a straight face all the time. She's just, but she's just so cute. <laughs> she's amazing. I love that. Oh my God. You have your hands full. You're doing great, John. Enjoy you're doing, that drink. You're doing a great it's, job, John. It's so fun picking them up every day because uh, you're like, I knock on the door and like it's blacked out from the outside, but they can see out. And I just hear inside, bah, 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 bah. and then she just like is uncontrollably giggly because she knows she's about to see daddy. That's amazing. She's really the cutest. That's so good. Oh. I hope like Nicole's gonna have what I'm going through with Seb now with Penny when I'm when I'm gone. I think. Oh gosh, but, like, you sure if a week and a bit? New York and then I'm just saying it's 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 the same amount of time. So I leave on the Monday and back on the Monday. She left on a Friday and it's back. On Have Friday, you been so. doing the daily FaceTimes? Yes. How do they find it? Is it weird that mum's in the screen? 
Um, it's it's got better. So it they kind really of tough at, it was really tough at the start because Seb just would he would be like I want to speak to mommy I want to speak to mommy get her on FaceTime he wouldn't say a word and then so like after a few minutes he's like okay bye <laughs> and then he would be like and then she'd go and then he'd be like inconsolable for like five minutes oh. like oh well mommy I'm like you didn't say anything <laughs> like talk to her that's the point of this whenever I go away George is the same he w- he won't say a word mm. he's too busy playing. And then apparently put the phone down. He's really upset now. Like, what, what have I done? Yeah. <laughs> but with these grand, like with these grandparents, he's used to it because he like speaks to them every couple of days. Yeah. So that's just normal. Whereas, like with us, right, with air, was fucking about with. Mm. But um, anyway, what about SummerSlam '97? Eh, pretty sure. Oh, what a what a banger. We- Vinny, if you're if you can hear this, just like the last but, like nine minutes, just edit it out. Vinny's just back from his holidays now. Okay, so we might get this up by December. Hey, <laughs> and that is what the kids call shade. <laughs> and that's what the kids call throwing shit. Hey, see when you come over, are we going to go see Frank? We're going to treat him to a pint. Oh, of course, Francis. He was in Vegas again this past week. Boy, he's in Dallas home. yesterday. Dallas, Texas. Was he? Yeah. All right. I, I suppose I rang him earlier. He didn't answer. He's a busy man. That Fran- That Francis. I love calling him Francis. I think the way that like the pronunciation of Francis sounds so much nicer than Francis. Yeah, it's like too accent, long. Right? Yeah. yeah. With but... Frankie, right at the minute, he's struggling because. Uh... And nobody's watching at this point anyway. Um, Paulina is turned into a bit of a bridezilla. So, uh, Vinny, ten... edit this out. Oh my God, your invitation is you, going to be lost in the mail. You, it will be. I'm, I'm one of one to be there. Do you think Can I say Paulina? This? Every woman turns into a bridezilla. And I stand with Paulina because if you're with someone for 10 years and you get that ring, you, re- you deserve to be a bridezilla. Period. But Frankie's so low maintenance. I know Frankie's the sweetest guy, and he's just so relaxed. I'm sure he's like on some like whatever you want, darling. But she keeps saying like, "What what about these flowers?" Like, I don't know. I don't care. Just pick one. Why you take an interest, Frankie? Like, you you just asked me, and I said I don't care. Pick what you want, and that was the wrong answer. Yeah. No, it's not the right answer. You need to ask like a follow up question so that you can confirm that you're listening, and then. Ask her which one she likes the best, and then that's the one that you like the best. See, these are, this is what we really need to We need to diversify into relationship advice from Lissy Almeida. T, this is, I told you. Don't you take should... relationship advice from me. <laughs> <laughs> we, there should be a separate channel called Tia Lisi. Oh, my God. I just thought, Jack, me and you, have, I mean, this is not throwing shade at you, Lissy. <laughs> Look, me and you have been in relationships for a, a long time. It's going a well, long all good. Time. Why are you outsourcing relationship advice to Lisi? We should Thank be, you. I think he means from a woman's perspective, but I mean, you two, you're doing something right. We've Keep been, JJ, collectively, we've been in relationships for 18 and a half years, and neither of us are married, so we're not doing something right. Isn't, uh, isn't mar- marriage, is a, marriage is a social construct. Don't worry about it. Well, that's what I think. My, you know, my dad was with his missus for nineteen years before before he passed. Yeah. Never mind. He, he didn't see it as a anything necessary. 
My problem is I'm. But when you like conversations like today, like oh yeah, I've spoke to your wife. I probably should, right? Just go down to the city hall or town hall. City hall. And just do the thing. For me, it like I I know this might be silly, but like it's it's financially beneficial for me not to be married right now. Why? We get tax breaks and shit, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you get tax breaks. I thought you get tax breaks being married. So you get certain tax breaks being not married. You get certain tax breaks being married. So we'll take advantage of the tax breaks that we're getting not married with like, um, yeah, there's various things to do. I'm not going to go into it now, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not familiar with the system, so I cannot opine. Anyway, Lissy, what I was saying is quickie registrar marriage, uh, right? You've met Marion. The matriarch. Yeah, the matriarch. Do you think she would do you think she would appreciate us running off and are you mad? First of all, are you mad fam? I don't even think that she would kill me. She would literally kill me. Jack, you're not Catholic. I'm not. I haven't been baptized. We took. We had to lie to Nana Kathleen, and her, her dad's mum, because first of all, I was Protestant. Bad. So That's your la- first mistake. And <laughs> then the last eighteen months before she passed, we had to lie because we went to see, went to went to Rome, went to the Vatican, and the only way she would accept me as being Lorraine's boyfriend, Lorraine said, "Oh yeah, the Pope blessed him when we were there." Otherwise, I wasn't even allowed in the house. Oh my God, why did you lie? She was. I didn't. Lorraine's because we're just gonna go along because we brought her some rosary beads, and uh, she was ninety six, right? This is an old school Irish lady. And uh, I understand. I understand. You, you gotta. You sometimes you just gotta. You gotta do. You gotta do, brother. Paul Corgan, the, right? <laughs> the the current um climate dictates that you should you know go along with it so fine you can just but you know what you guys can get married at the the town hall there and then you can have the church bless your um your your union once you become a catholic so it's one way around it just so you know the problem is for me i'm an atheist and i will never i didn't say that you were going to do it i just said that I know. Once but... you, when you become one, the church can bless it. So you're halfway in. Just come on. I'm not, if the, if the church was segregated from marriage, I'd be all for it. But you know. Okay, let's talk about this off air because. <laughs> yeah, we need to end this podcast. I know this has been very long. This episode, please, Vinny, edit the shit out of the last fifteen minutes. And now um, we're going to do a closing segment. Yes. <laughs> Go on, Jack. Leave us in. Anyway, we've left. We leave with Bret Hart being a five-time, the first ever five-time five WF World Champion. Five-time. Five time, the second one was time. Hulk Hogan. After. I was going to say, in your face, Hulk Hogan. After, for some reason, Hulk Hogan beat. Uh, Triple H to become an undisputed champion at Backlash in two thousand two. You know, madness. Madness, but in, in, but Brett's always the goat. I'm, I mean, I'm wearing a goat Ric Flair shirt, but Brett's the greatest of all time. We did, we already you know sell that. that shirt. That's a beautiful shirt, Jack. No, I actually bought that from RicFlairShop.com during lockdown. Um, and it, do you know what? In the three years since, 
put my I put my own shop. I probably sell more shirts than him anyway. Anyway, I've been Jack Milner. She's been Lucy Almeida. No running from Zoe. Disappointing. That'll be on next week. That's a cliffhanger oh, for next sleeping. week. He's been Sorry. he's been father of the year, and we will all see you all for next week. Bye bye. Thanks, Vinny. Ta-ra.